Hey everyone and welcome back to the Empowerment Podcast with your host Alice Lilly. My name is Alice and this podcast is designed to help empower you to live your happiest, healthiest life. So we're on to episode 45. I never say the episode numbers anymore because I always forget uh, what episode I'm on and I mean, does it even matter? So we're going to be talking about how to feel more in control around food. If you feel like you're constantly feeling out of control around food, you feel like you can't have certain foods in the house, you don't know how to eat certain foods without just completely losing control around them. We are going to be speaking about that today. So I'm really excited to chat over this and give you guys a few kind of like stories of my own experiences with struggles like this and give you some practical tools to take away to start implementing. Before I do start with the podcast, I just want to let you guys know I do currently have a few spaces available for my one-to-one coaching. If this is something that you want more help with, you want more help with feeling better about your body, feeling better about food, feeling in more control around food, being able to work towards sustainable fat loss, stop overeating, stop that restrictive cycle and just start living and being yourself, then that is what my coaching will help you with. If you want more information about that, head to the link in the show notes and you will find all of the links to ways to work with me and all of my social medias as well. But without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. So I put up a poll on my Instagram about asking you guys if you feel like you can't have certain foods in the house because you feel out of control around them. And do you stop yourself buying certain foods because you feel that you will be out of control around them? And don't get me wrong, this used to be me. And I have had clients that have said to me or have thought, you know, or I've seen advice online where people say don't keep it in the don't keep it in the house if you don't want to eat it or if you can't control yourself around it you know don't keep it in the house don't buy it in and this is the tricky thing when like improving your relationship with food and regaining control around eating stopping overeating stopping binge eating is very different to losing body fat like the advice for them both but it's quite common that if that is a goal of yours to stop overeating or stop binge eating that fat loss is also a goal of yours so while sometimes there is conflicting information like it's it's really common that you'll just be confused because you're if you're wanting one thing but also wanting another but if you need to do that with this one thing then you kind of need to stop doing the other when you are wanting to improve your relationship with food and stop overeating it's really important that you begin to ignore a lot of fat loss advice that isn't, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like ignoring, ignoring a fruit firstly, like just ridiculous diet culture, fat loss advice over overly strict, uh, unnecessary, unnecessary rules and things like that. It could be really hard to pinpoint what that is though. I feel like what I'm explaining here and you're probably like, well, how do I know what's good advice and what's bad advice? And the thing is, it's, it's hard to know, is it, isn't it? As someone who might be a beginner or someone who is just trying to navigate their way through all of this advice online. And look at it like this. If your goal is to be able to enjoy all foods, create freedom around food, you not keeping certain foods in the house because you feel you're out of control around them will never, you taking action on not keeping foods in the house 
will ne- you'll, not, you'll not be able to be able to feel freedom around these foods and allow yourself to eat all these foods if you continue with doing that. So see how now we have to begin avo- avoiding that advice and actually challenging our judgments that we have towards this food. Why am I out of control around this food? What feeds into this belief? What's happened before to make me feel like this? How do I want to feel? How can we get there? So let's just use an example of chocolate, right? That's really common. A lot of people will say, I can't buy chocolate. I can't have chocolate in the house. I'm always out of control around certain chocolate. If I have this chocolate in the house, I won't be able to not eat it all. Blah, 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 blah. So if you feel like that, can you think now, if I ask you, what experiences have happened previously that have led you to get behind that belief? Have you had a situation before where you did lose control around this food? And can you pinpoint or remember what has gone on during the circumstance that happened previously or circumstances if it's been a few times that this has happened? I know for me, I couldn't eat like I wouldn't allow myself to eat like spreads or like cookies that you buy in a packet those were foods I really liked okay and this might be for you like these are foods that you really like but what happened to lead for me to be out of control around certain foods was that my diet was so restrictive during the week so that when I got to the weekend on a Saturday and I allowed myself to eat these foods I couldn't stop. I would eat and eat and eat, eat till I felt sick, then feel disgusting, then know that 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 kind of food, I can't just have one. That's what I just thought. I can't just have one because I'd never tried to just have one or never tried to allow myself to uh, slowly um, have small like have these foods in moderation it was only the only experiences I'd had with eating them was never in moderation it was never just one it was always the whole packet or like loads to lead me to the point where I felt super uncomfortable and felt super sick and then felt like so ashamed and everything like that so can you think about what experiences that have happened with you that has led you to then have these out of control situations around this food. So for example, like what I was just saying there, for me, it was being way too over restrictive with my diet and then not allowing myself to actually have them during the week. So that can be one reason why you might be struggling with overeating this food because you're just over restricting yourself. You're not allowing yourself to eat um, and any of these t- types of foods that you enjoy. Or it might be that you've had experiences where you felt a certain uncomfortable emotion and you sought comfort in food or used food to escape or numb how you felt. And in that moment, you were just numb and mindless in eating and just lost control, wasn't present. You were just eating and then overate, binge ate to the point where you felt sick and, and, you know, were just out of control could be any kind of certain emotion, negative emotion or feeling that came up for you to feel that way. And then again, but what we do is we blame the food and think, well, it's just the chocolate. I can't have that chocolate in the house because often when we want to emotionally eat, this comes like when when you want to eat to numb how you feel, to comfort how you feel, you're 
it's highly unlikely that the foods you want to eat in those moments are going to be things like salad or vegetables like you want comfort foods so being able to distinguish the difference between comfort food cravings being driven by like emotional hunger rather than like physical genuine hunger being able to to determine the difference between those can help you with recognizing it's not about the food it's not that it's more about the feeling but it's also knowing that once you can begin to distinguish the difference in the moment between emotional and physical hunger because for some people you might not be able to know that this is an emotional urge to eat it's not genuine hunger I've had clients before where they've said you know I'm just constantly hungry constantly wanting food and when we're able to notice the difference between what kind of foods that we're being urged to eat or what urges that we have to eat certain foods, then we can distinguish the difference and then implement alternative coping strategies for how we feel. But let's kind of circle back now to how can you now start keeping certain foods in the house or what can you do to be able to keep these foods in the house because avoidance of said food is never going to lead to any progress to you being able to eat these foods ever and do you really like like think about this like what do you want your life to look like how do you want to feel around food do you want to constantly only be able to keep in certain food not be able to keep certain foods in the house and only just go out and buy them now whilst of course you can go out and do that but how could it feel if you could just have those foods in the house and that you could have the foods in the house and they could be sitting in the cupboard and you wouldn't be thinking about them and that you wouldn't have to just eat them because they were there and that you could be in control around having this food in the house in the in the in the fridge wouldn't you rather that than be able to just not have them wouldn't you rather be able to just have some of this food and enjoy it for what it is rather than it just constantly being situations where you feel out of control because all the while you avoid ever having this food in the house and never be able to challenge the judgment and try to begin working towards having this food in moderation then we're only going to stay stuck in the place of not being able to eat this food so firstly the first step in this would be kind of trying to distinguish what's happened for you to believe this about this certain food what situations have happened in the past and then kind of like think about the things that I just mentioned there so if you have certain said food chocolate that you feel out of control around how can we begin to trust yourself to start eating this food now if you've only ever or if frequent times you have eaten this food in vulnerable situations which have led you to be mindless and out of control it's more well so it led you to be mindless it's more likely that you would feel out of control but there are some situations and things that we can do to put in place to be present be mindful to reduce the likelihood that you would lose control and overeat so for example thinking about if I want to eat chocolate should I eat chocolate when I'm hungry to eat a meal no if you're hungry for a meal is chocolate going to satisfy you as much as you eating a meal would no 
And this is what often happens. If you were hungry for a meal, but you ate a chocolate bar instead, you're not feeling satisfied because you needed a, like a proper meal to fill you up. But instead, you've had the taste for chocolate. And then you kind of go back for more chocolate because that didn't satisfy you enough. Then you overeat on the chocolate when if you'd eaten a meal in the first place, you could have had some chocolate afterwards and felt better. So that's kind of what we want to do here. We want to be eating trigger foods when we're not hungry for them. I try to kind of explain to clients that having foods like chocolate, we should never be having them in a place where we are hungry and having them more as like a, an in-between thing or something to have after a meal. We're less likely to overeat on foods if we're not eating them when we are hungry for them. And think like dessert goes to the heart, you know, things like sweet things. Like, so think about it like this. First, first things first, eating the food in a circumstance where you aren't hungry to eat the food so having it after dinner where you're already full also putting yourself in a situation where you can be mindful and present whilst eating this food so not standing up in the kitchen and quickly eating it whilst you're sorting things out for the kids you're not able to enjoy food when you do that so taking it to the sofa or the table or sitting down and just being present during that eating experience so zoning out from the tv or turning the tv off putting your phone down just being present in what you are eating whilst you're eating it slowing down really noticing the taste the textures the smell of the food and just being really observant to how you feel being really mindful so basically practicing mindful eating during your eating experience will help to enhance your eating experience, enhance the enjoyment of the food and reduce the likelihood that you overeat. Another situation to kind of consider is to ensure that we aren't in a vulnerable state. So if you know that chocolate is something that you eat when you're stressed or when you're bored or when you're lonely or when you're sad, it wouldn't be a good idea for us to try implementing being able to eat this food when we are in a certain vulnerable state like that so the the kind of ideal circumstances to try and test eating trigger food would be when you're not hungry where you can be mindful and present and when you're not feeling vulnerable like sad lonely bored or whatever kind of triggering feelings that you might have had before that leads you to overeat so that those three considering those three things try it I want you to try it and it can feel scary at first buying a certain food when you feel like you're going to be out of control around it but if you only never if you never do it if you never try if you never have it then you'll never be able to be fully in control I know it feels scary I know it's hard and you might have a situation where you do lose control again in the future but that's okay and that's also another reason why it's good to work towards being self-compassionate and being kind to yourself so that you can understand that you are human that you will have situations that challenge you because you're not going to be perfect and it's so common that clients that I work with have this kind of mindset of thinking that everything has to be perfect and if it's not perfect then it's not worth doing and that really really holds us back from taking action in our lives and doing the things that is going to help us to get to where we want to be because if you think oh well I just can't do it properly so I'm just not going to do it do it at all or I just it's that kind of all or nothing mentality as well that's never going to get us anywhere if we never try to do something like this then we'll never know so 
I want you, if you struggle with feeling out of control around food or you have a certain food and I'm sure that whilst I've been speaking through this podcast that you are thinking like of this certain food in your head and I want you to have it. Another kind of thing to think about is think about your vocabulary around this food. Rather than saying, I'm out of control around this food, if we can switch it up and say, I've had previous experiences where I felt out of control around food, that then reduces us from identifying with the habit or behavior and gives it less power. If we say, I, I, I'm out of control around this food, then we're identifying with that, then we're more likely to act on that. But if instead we can kind of take a step back and say, I've had previous experiences where I felt out of control, that gives it less power and can open up more of a belief for us to think, yeah, I can be in control in this fo- around this food. Yes, I can eat this food in moderation. So I would challenge you guys to go and try the three points that I mentioned there to try this trigger food i'd love for you to message me if you want more help or advice with this i'm always here to help and advise you guys or obviously if you want further support then you have my um, one-on-one coaching or i have a few other ways to work with me so you can always just send me a message if you want to be supported by me but i really really hope you guys enjoyed this mini podcast today let me know on instagram if you did i really really appreciate when you guys share the podcast thank you so much for listening and i'll speak to you guys soon